0: Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat here on Friday. Yes, it's the end of the week, folks. So hopefully you're all knocking off on time uh, and uh, grabbing yourself a cold one just to wind down at the end of the working week. Me, um, a new one for me, I've got New Zealand Lager uh, today. um, Basically the cheapest one at uh, at New World uh, in in a box of 12. So we'll see what that one's like. I'll be cracking that open in 57 seconds. Uh, when it is 5 p.m. Don't want to start too early uh, on lockdown when you're at home, are you? Um, unfortunately, some sad news today we'll be going through. Um, Nathan uh, has unfortunately died um, after a period of time with dementia. Uh, we'll have a look at my uh, rugby predictions for the weekend. We'll have a, a follow up on the contact training that uh, World Rugby Uh, brought guidelines out about yesterday and then also the Fiji Drawer have made a surprise announcement as to their head coach so um, that's all going to be interesting and stuff we'll be talking about uh, if you're on Twitter if you want to head over to Twitter at Driving Mall uh, you can find the links join me on screen if you'd like to come and have a chat with me otherwise let me know your thoughts in the uh, comments around any of this kind of stuff would love uh, to hear your memories of uh, Waka Nathan, someone who was before my time, unfortunately. So I must admit, I can't uh, say too uh, too much about it. But clearly, a well-respected and much-loved um, player in the community. Oh, I've gone and missed my lockdown beer. Um, seven sec, eight seconds too late. Oh, there we go. Let's crack it open. Um, got it in my uh, Waikato coloured. Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, our uh, chili thing for the for the can answering in the live chat saying should he join me and I think the answer to that one clearly is going to be yes please because otherwise I'm on my own so um let me just type in there on that one so um hopefully he's going to join us and he'll be able to bring you uh some comments about unfortunately I say not someone that I'm particularly aware of so uh not so something I can talk about to be uh, uh to be to be honest there um Honestly, old contact training, a couple of uh, head coach or a couple of coaches have come out and uh, talked about it. Um, Dave Rennie uh, has come out and just uh, questioned whether it actually is going to achieve the aim that it's supposed to. uh, About whether players will be uh, having enough contact training ahead of games. Uh, And you've got to say, actually, uh, it seems to be that's going down the room, the uh, route of um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, kind of questioning experts. I mean, the list of names that were on the panel, uh, is uh, yeah, pretty impressive. That came up with this one, so um, clearly on that one, um, there, uh, you've got to say that, yeah, Dave Rennie, I think, is uh, not wanting to change his culture of how he trains his players. I think is effectively what that comes down to, even when research says it actually is a good thing. Aaron, there deciding what takeaways to order tonight. Well, I'm cooking in. To be honest with you. So, um, but do let us know um, what uh, ones um, on that one. Um, and uh, joining me, uh, jumping in is um, Austrian sir? Oh, not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, not bad at all. I've, I've gone for a new beer this time. So, it'll be uh,
3: never I've got no beers beer. I've got no beers because last time I had a tragedy and it just been over my desk. So, I thought, and I was rushing, I thought, I can't let him do the Celine Dion all by himself. So, I better jump on, eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, so, yeah. Uh, there we go. I've got, I've got the New Zealand lager. Apparently, it's a quality New Zealand lager it's at the top there at the price. I'm surprised if it is, to be honest with you, um, being a uh, being an old um, cheap one on that one. Um, uh, look, great. Thank you for joining us because uh, Wacker Nathan uh, has obviously passed away after a period of dementia. Um, a uh, famous uh, uh, Maori All Black and All Black. Um, someone who never lost with the All Blacks, playing for the All Blacks in a test match, which is um, amazing. Um, on that one passing way, as uh, Joshua says in the live chat at eighty-one. Um, look, someone say I was way before my time. so I don't don't know anything about. Your memories and, and thoughts about um, uh, about uh, look, like, I,
3: I, Yeah, no, unfortunately, um, sort of on, on the periphery of my memory. And, and in fact, um, when he was playing, yeah, I, I didn't get to see any games, etc., sort of thing. So what I do know is the fact is that I, events where he spoke, um, and it's just like listening to him is just you know it's just a fascinating. Uh, a man to listen to with the, the the tales that he told and and just yeah a legend in terms of what he what he what you were listening to also what he achieved outside of rugby as well so um and the coaching side of things too so yeah i mean he he left a, a mark in terms of uh, on auckland rugby and on all blacks rugby
0: uh, and, uh yeah trailblazer for maori players as well from 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 what i've read as i say i've Someone I wasn't really a uh, name I kind of heard around but never mm. really thought about, never really understood why. Um, uh, I never understood the context of it. Uh, Josh he had bad luck with injury on both UK tours, breaking a jaw on one of them. Ouch! Um, well, the so, interesting
3: like, thing though is that jaw the, the the jaw, the tour, the tour that he broke the jaw on, um, he actually um carried on playing in the tour. Wow. They
0: made him different back in those days, didn't they? <laughs>
3: they did. um, <laughs> I mean, one of the players that he played alongside was Colin Meads, who played with a broken arm. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely made a wow. difference back in the day.
0: They did absolutely. Um,
3: not a bad segue into contact and in the in training, I suppose.
0: Well, but yes, he exactly. What already talked about, Dave Rennie, basically not wanting to change his style and not and uh, say and basically was questioning it. Uh, yeah, these experts, they don't know what they're talking about, apparently. Um, so he, yeah, he was. Um, but uh, an interesting one, though, and a much more measured response um, from uh, Tony Brown, uh, which I thought was interesting. He had no problems with the, uh, uh, the 15 minutes uh, as for team contact training. Uh, and uh, he uh, he said that would be a reduction on the Highlanders. Who he expects, he, he reckoned they did about 20 minutes training a week, um, which still uh, is a lot lower than a lot of us would have expected, I think.
3: Um, anyway, Absolutely. But, um, I mean, when, um, when you look at that, I, I, just even looking at the um, World Rugby's sort of edict that they're looking to bring in, um, when you look at it, guidelines. When you well, it's just like you sort of think, not knowing what a professional um, training session would look like, you sort of think, "Wow, what do you mean only forty minutes of contact well, <laughs> in 15 a fifteen invite. minutes? Sorry, fifteen minutes yeah. in, a, in a in a of contact in a training." It's just like. Surely yeah. you'd have more than 15 minutes of training in a contact. But then actually, um, obviously, through discussion on that, um, although probably not down to those numbers, there is actually, lim- you know, time of contact training is actually um, is a monitored and limited event. Just not Monitoring to
0: the they, they just, they just Don't really keep it that. up. They, they do that. Um, just say, it makes you wonder what full contact session resembles. Well, I guess, look, it, it basically is people without tackle pads and actually tackling people so you're, not, you're allowed a further 40 minutes of tackle pad um contact uh, as as well uh, now obviously there'll be, be you'll still be able to run um uh, drills where you touch someone with a, with with a with the it's actually going into them uh with force is what will be reduced uh, and then also live scrummaging or live live lineouts people are like well how can you, how can you do do um do lineout draws then Well, you can just don't make them live competitive lineouts you just you just have you you have them uncontested, and you can still run off the back of that. You just won't be able to do full on mauling, uh, and um, and full on scrums. Uh, so that's. Uh, so I think what some people are like what you can only do forty minutes of of, of, of lineouts. No, no, no. You can do a lot more than that than lineouts, but just not contested lineouts. Um, so I think some people need to yeah just
3: uh, uh, just actually read what it well, says. you can Actually, you could probably even get um, you know because it's in a um, training environment. If you're only competing for the ball, you can actually probably get away with doing longer with um, competing competitive lineouts at training. As long as it's not heavy contact that what is what the, what you're doing. You know, you're not then if it's just competition in the air that you're looking at, the accuracy of throwing um, and catching, then you're not taking someone down, setting them in a mall and then trying to out maul each other. Yeah. Um
0: I had to snigger I, though.
3: I had to snigger. I I it's because I just realized this is like, um, you know, coaching under 10s, and we were putting them through about an hour of contact training. <laughs> <laughs> they just went tackling. They just went tackling, and it's just like you put pads in front of them, and they were demons. You took the pads away. Well, actually, th- th- this was the weirdest thing, okay? It was a little bit of a segue, a little bit of a side story, but it's so we had bit. a problem Problem with our kids. I, my son's team wouldn't tackle on a Sunday, Saturday morning, and it's like, whoa. So, okay, you take the pads away. Okay, now you just learn to tackle each other. Get used to it. Get used to the physical contact of body, taking the impact or giving the impact, um, and that'll help. And it's just like, so they go hell for leather, and they tackle each other hard. And then Saturday morning rolls around, and they forget to tackle again. And this (laughs) is like, it was really weird. They're happy enough to tackle each other at training and, you know, try and tackle each other as hard as they could. But they didn't want to hurt the opposition. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's right. that, that was the, that's when we finally asked the boy, because we tried to ask them and yeah, why, why, why does this happen? Because you've got no answers. You got what you know. You've you got chalk and cheese from training. Why? What's going on? And in the end, though, I mean, because obviously, didn't really want to come out and say it, but they eventually mm. did. One comes out and the others say, yeah, yeah. They didn't <laughs> want to hurt the opposition. They were worried that the opposition was going to get hurt, so they wouldn't tackle oh. them. You know, put the big hits in. It's just like. Okay, but you do realize they're smashing you because they were getting – apps. there was a couple of kids who were absolutely get – to use Justin Marshall terminology, they were getting absolutely Boom Like yes. So you're happy to get – for the opposition to absolutely snot you, um. but you don't want to go back and give it back to them. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, there you
0: go. Funny <laughs> games. Um, I, LB, yeah, you're right. Teams usually only have one week of hard training Your contacts anyway. Uh, so I think a lot of this is uh, is is just perhaps codifying something that's been happening in the sport anyway. Uh, and so I mean a lot of people. I mean um, uh, Ian Foster already said yeah he'd have no problem with it at all. Uh, uh, and um, so is Tony Brown. So look, I think a lot a lot yes it will be maybe a slight change, but I think on the whole it's they're not asking for radical change here. Uh, it, this is just uh, so I think I think they are it's heading that way. When you think that um the NFL back in 2011 so 10 years ago put in restricted contact training um you've got to say that, that uh yeah that, that, and let's be honest contact still happens absolutely fine in NFL during games <laughs> um so I think yeah' uh, rugby's a bit um uh, yeah, a bit bit slow to the Slow to the table here.
3: This one. In saying that, one thing you've got to realise with the NFL is, it's like you look at the contact. I suppose the offensive line and the defensive line make contact with each other, but it's quite different than the type of contact that they're making from rugby.
0: Oh, it's different, yeah, it's different style. But again, it's it's about wear and tear on the body. Um, what what should you be asking players to do and uh, and keep and, and injury control? And it's about conditioning and things rather than yes, it's a different style, absolutely. But the, the the principles around S and C training or strength and conditioning training uh, and uh, and that kind of is pretty um, is is yeah is uh, uh, pretty pretty good. Um, the oh well, apparently um, uh, Sam Whitelock has been told not to play this weekend by the All Blacks coaches. Well, wow. I'd have thought they'd be wanting to get him back into contact into uh, contact training and into into games, but maybe I'm that he hasn't had enough contact.
3: Depends. Depends. Right? Is he going to end up going on the um, end of year tour? Doesn't seem like he is now. Um, really? Well, I, I, well, he's not. He didn't go to the to Oz um, because of the two weeks quarantining there. I suppose. Yes, well, I, I, I don't know. Like but he's into, still going to the, the end of year.
0: U- flying into the UK and flying into the USA. I don't think they're probably quarantining anymore. No. they? No. have just to live with it. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so I don't think there's any, any problems there.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, Aaron Smith isn't going, right? So he's not going to the end-of-year tour now at all?
0: Uh, But that's because his wife is due in November.
3: Ah, righty. Okay.
0: So Sam White-lock's already had his baby, or his wife's already, or partner, um, uh, has already had their baby. Um, Obviously, yeah, Sam White-lock didn't have it. Um, He was there supporting, holding her hand and telling her to breathe
3: and all that kind of stuff. So Um, he he was taking paternity leave, not maternity leave. Yeah, he's
0: got to get that right, too. Um, So he he will be available. So I think he's available for the end-of-year tour, but Aaron Smith... Unless uh, his uh, part, unless his baby arrives early, um, won't be. Uh, re- the reason yeah. he's not in Australia is he basically he couldn't get back into New Zealand um, for the birth if he went for this part of the tour. So hence that's why he's missed this part of it. Um, so uh, so that's why Aaron Smith isn't available for the end of um, end of year piece um, on that one. Um, we'll uh, have a quick look at some. Um, uh, LB's comments from earlier uh, so he mentions there that uh, over there in South Africa they think they played well in the first test against Australia which should have won comfortably uh, I think you should have won but maybe not comfortably if you'd made your kicks um, the second test poorly and lost yep that's very true um, and they just uh, um... I don't
3: know you, 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 I mean like it's, yeah the, the old Pollard missed a few kicks in that first test but you also got to say that the um, Wallabies actually butchered a few try scoring opportunities in the first test as well so you know it was just like yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I subscribe to the fact that the South Africans should have won the first test.
0: Oh, I, I, I it's one of the things I said after that test. That I thought they should have, having left ten points out there with with missed kicks, that they, they should have. Uh, uh, that, that those were uh, butcher tries and converting was a bit harder than actually kicking between two posts, which at this, <laughs> at this level they should be able. Uh, Pollard should have been able to do. Um, they don't care about the tournament. Yeah, well, let's do The tournament's gone in all, real, in, all, in all reality. It's just now about basically fronting up against the All Blacks, obviously, uh, for these next two games, or particularly this uh, this, this one first um, on that one. So, yes, absolutely agreed. Don't forget, folks, we will be live straight after the final whistle of the All Blacks versus the Springboks with post-match reaction. So do join us for that either on Facebook, YouTube or Twitter, and we'll put the recording out on our podcast as well if you can't uh, join us. Um other news today: The uh, Fijian Drua have gone and um, announced their head coach. Did you see that one?
3: Yes, I did. I did see that. Um, interesting option, I thought. Um, in saying that, you know, it, it depends how he gets used. So we better say who it is. It's McBurn, um, ex All Blacks kicking coach, um, who's actually who? Sorry, before, who McBurn, ex All Blacks kicking coach?
0: Hey, okay, but oh, you you say Byrne. you okay? fine. Right. Well, how do you say it? i i don't know I, you, you never hear him he never hear his surname being pronounced
3: oh so, well um, since he was the ex-all black's kicking coach i mean that's where i heard it from
0: because it's <laughs> called Mick the kick isn't he? so i only call him <laughs> brian but the, the, yeah you're quite right the, the Y does become before, come before the r so i, I yeah i, I would have got it wrong but that's just me being dyslexic
3: um anyway go on. No, but Sorry. but i was gonna say um look uh in, in before that he was afl um coach so um and as I think you alluded to, Paul, in our um, in our chat group, uh, don't think he's been a head coach. Um, and and I suppose he's spent a lot of time in, in rugby now, but he's never played the game, and he's not really come from the junior ranks. But he's been spent time with, um, probably, uh, you know arguably, a very successful um, all-black squad. Well, not even arguably, really. It was a very successful all-black squad while he was there. So he would have picked up a lot in terms of coaching a rugby team. Um, I'm just wondering the dynamics and how that will work with the Fiji team. I'm My gut feel, and it's absolutely just a gut feel. Don't know where I get it from. But is the fact is that he'll probably – my view is that he'll be almost like a manager at the top with um, – Coaches with some sort of Fijian connection for want of a term. Um also filling some slots in their Benolan because you've got a you, you look at a um a, a, any Pacific Islands team and I think what we've learnt from over the years is that you've got to have some some somebody at that level in the management group that has an affinity with the Pacific Island people. Um True, but, but otherwise you, you do you struggle.
0: Think, but you think about the um on this, the sevens side of things and i've gone blank as the english coach who was yep. uh, who was head coach of um and uh, look i mean he, fiji. he, he sorry fiji yeah for, uh, ben ryan who was mm. the head coach of fiji fijian sevens um and uh, look he, he 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 uh uh got got in touch with the culture fine and uh, so yeah you don't you don't necessarily have to have a fijian per se in there but you, you do have to have someone who moves to fiji and learns you say immerses themselves in the culture mm. um Looking at uh, Mick Bryan's uh, um, uh, league CV. team profile, uh, he has been um, uh, yeah uh, the, the forwards coach and skills coach, so basically assistant coach of Japan. Has been a high performance coach at High Performance Skills Coaching Limited, whoever that is. Um, was the uh, forwards coach for Auckland Blues for a while. So again, another assistance coach role. Skills coach for the All Blacks, skills coach for the Wallabies. Um, and then for the uh, and since uh, January 2020, um, a, a national coaching director at Sports Tech Academies. So yeah, um, as, as as far as I can tell, yeah, yeah I say I don't think that any head coaching experience. Uh, I think Ben Ryan actually would have been a fantastic one. Now I hadn't really thought about that until until we've talked about it as uh, as, as the Fiji andrew head coach. Um, I know he wants to get into Fifteens coaching. So, um, but and, and he's got fantastic mana uh, within uh, with, with, within Fiji. So I think he would have been. Been, been, been a brilliant one, but yeah, he kind well, of I fell thought, out with the um, Fijian thought, European Union, didn't he?
3: I thought Ben Ryan had a bit of a falling out with the Fijian government, or it was something there was some something that happened there.
0: Yeah, I think he said, I think he had a falling out with the, with the union, so that's probably why the union at the moment are effectively running Fijian Drua, even though it is going to be a separate uh, entity eventually, uh, and it is a separate entity legally. Uh, but at the moment, while it all gets set up, they are fully controlling it um uh, as far as i can
3: tell and i think the um the uh, the government also has a bit of a um uh bit of a connection there too in terms what you of mean, like the, yep. the the
0: prime minister is the head of fiji of fiji rugby something yes. like that
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i look listening to the um uh to, to when i listen to the hour-long um uh press release they or, or media conference they did um uh, and, and where yes thanking the the president and for 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 helping with all this you think has the president of fiji the prime minister of fiji done around this seriously um yeah just just tick that box and yeah no no know which side your butter's bread i think was was, was what was yeah. going on there <laughs>
3: um, commodore frank the real coach <laughs> the um uh
0: so um uh look it, it's a very interesting one because yeah look make the kick is known as being a very technical coach right the skills coach um we generally think that on the whole, handling skills and stuff for Fijians are not a problem. That's not where your no, issues are, right? No, that's
3: what I'm sort of thinking. Um, you know, when, you, when you're getting down to detail level, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, again, you know, it just doesn't seem a fit for a Fijian group. we are really trying to do is actually what you're trying to do is to get them a Fiji, any Fijian group, you want them to express themselves out there and not play within themselves. What they have to learn is to express themselves and play, but then also how do they execute and minimize bad decision-making or um, errors and that sort of thing. So, But the reality is you just don't want to suppress them because if they, it's like anybody in any position in any job, if you suppress what you are trying to do and achieve, you'll end up doing a crap job at it. And we've seen that with numerous sports teams when they've been told to play a way that it's not really accustomed to or to do something that isn't really them, and then they yep. struggle to do their core jobs.
0: So yeah, it's an interesting one there, folks. Uh, and we'll see how um, if he can find ways to motivate the players or not um, there with uh, with that one. So uh, yeah, it's interesting one. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think Ben Ryan would be a fantastic one, as, as as we say, he fell out with the people who were who were making the decisions and burnt a few bridges. So there's no chance he
3: was going to be uh, getting um, getting that one. Um, boys, we went today and I've got some top quality, top shelf carver to come out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, let's just quick look forward then at the games this weekend. In the uh, NPC, we've got um, five games this weekend. Uh, Tasman versus Waikato this evening at seven o'clock. I'm going Tasman by five. Um, then uh, two, Northland, two going well this season. So I've gone them by 10. South and Canterbury without Sam Whitelock. I expect Canterbury to get a comfortable win over Southland. Really, uh, obviously, remember Aaron Smith is playing for Manor 2 as well tomorrow.
3: Hang on, comfortable win Canterbury over Southland, and you only put them by seven. Okay, perhaps I is that a comfortable I win more. these
0: days. <laughs> I should, go, I should go more than by seven then. Um, Wellington Hawks <laughs> Bay, I think, to be a real, is a really interesting one. Hawks Bay been playing better than Wellington, but will they have a um, what do you call it? A British Shield hangover. Um, teams under the their own Philly shield generally play really well at home and are pulling away so I Hawks Bay should win it but I'm not sure but, but that, that's one I'm really not uh, um, not really sure on uh, and then I think BOP will beat Taranaki on Sunday and I'll be at that game uh, at uh, Tauranga Domain um, One of the 100 any, people One of the 100 people, yep exactly any of the, um, <laughs> because I'm media um, any, any of those that you disagree with? Well, I'm just sort of look. I mean,
3: it's you know, I suppose if you if you if you're going to put a two dollars on it, you're going to pick Bay of Plenty over Taran- Taranaki. But yep. um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Taurong- Taranaki saying Tauranga. Taranaki get over Bay of Plenty. Same reason that you had for Hawkes Bay. um Obviously, with Hawkes Bay, the the hangover of the game previous week, as well as playing away, but Bay of Plenty again, the the Ranfurly Shield hangover. A lot of teams put so much effort into their Ranfrey Shield match that the following week, they really have a big downer. Um, It it is a consistent thing that happens all the time. And when you look at how tight that game was and um, really a ding-dong battle, um, went into extra time, wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bayer Plenty dropped their bundle just for one week. I mean, you know, as I said, that's a pretty stacked team. So, um, you know, just for one week, they dropped their bundle um, against Taranaki. And uh, yeah, but uh, as you say, if you're putting some, if you're putting your two dollars on it or your one dollar on it, I suppose you would go Bayer plenty.
0: Yeah, also the Naki three uh, have won three, three out of three games this season. So really, even though they've lost players like Sean Wynui, really are stepping up. Uh, and I think with the um, the new coach there, oh, some um, head coach White, we used to be the used to be a coach with the uh, uh, with the oh um, uh, with the uh, with uh, All team. oh, right. Um, <laughs> but the assistant coach, for the forward, Neil. Assistant coach for the, Neil White that's it. Um, <laughs> uh, he's doing a real good job down there with Anaki the
3: actually I mean and, and to be fair just on that I mean Taranaki again but I mean like you know they would played very well to beat that Wellington side last mm. week Um that Wellington side maybe a little bit light in the forwards but geez no way light in the backs that backs the star studded back line and um, you know their Taranaki did the job on them
0: yep uh, we've also got the uh, United Rugby Championship coming up. Um, there's my uh, predictions there. Look, at, th- at the end of the day, a whole bunch of guesswork uh, in the Irish Rugby Championship early doors. Let's be honest. Uh, how will players um, like the uh, well teams like uh, the Emirates Lions travel across to Europe um, where they're going? Where they're facing Zebre, for example? Uh, you've got teams. Obviously, the the South African players are still all with the uh, Springboks as well. So. Um, a whole bunch of their top players are also missing whereas all the european sides will have all their players available um uh except some of the um the lions players might still be on their uh off season because of because uh, that runs later obviously um but yeah i'll i'll post all these uh screenshots up on twitter as well if you want to see my predictions but um i say you are um, a bit of guesswork around some of these ones to be honest with you uh but so uh, and Benetton had real poor seasons last year, which is why I've gone with the Lions and the Stormers in those two games. The Stormers, well, they were being threatened to be kicked out of this, game, this tournament and replaced by the Cheetahs a couple of weeks ago. So you've got to wonder what, what their headspace is like at the moment.
3: Classic, classic South African politics carrying on there. But um, I'll add my two cents to this um, so that looks like I'm knowledgeable. Um, good luck in trying to find somewhere to watch these games.
0: Well, they're all on Spark Sport if you're in New Zealand. Are all of them on Spark Sport. I didn't realise all oh, of them were on
3: Spark Sport. Sorry, no,
0: you you you're quite right. S- selected ones are on Spark Sport, but Spark yeah. Sport owns, has bought the rights to this one. It's not on Sky, folks. These games, uh, but and yeah, only think-
3: selected games, right? So yeah. it depends on who's the broadcaster. I'm guessing at the other end, possibly.
0: Yep, I think there's there's, there's an element of that. Uh, the interesting that Rock Nation is promoting this tournament, um, which is Jay Z's uh, vehicle, so. Um, We'll we'll uh, re- really see how this how that's um, how that all goes. You're looking a bit confused, Ashwin, on that one.
3: Jeez. so is, is, so Jay Z and Beyonce going to sit on the couch at home and watch these games this weekend? I'm not sure he's personally going to watch the game, but, but, <laughs> but
0: his his company um, uh, his his company is is <clears throat> is, is, is basically because also people like um, Sia Khaleesi, uh for example, are uh, are now managed by Rock Nation as their player manager, player agents. Uh, and they've also they're also partnering up with uh, the URC uh, to promote the whole of that tournament. So it's going to be interesting to see how what innovations they bring to it uh, and how they approach it differently uh, to your standard uh, marketing rugby marketing companies. Because let's be honest, Ashwin, one of our complaints around rugby is that it's marketed really poorly.
3: Correct. Uh, <laughs> so um, obviously, Rock Nation nothing to do with the rock and listening to our DJs on in New Zealand radio. No.
0: <laughs> and I, th- I thought you were going with Dwayne Johnson there as The Rock, as in the Rock. The Rock is cooking. <laughs> yeah. um, no. <clears throat> Nothing to do with The Rock uh radio station. Um uh, the Gallagher Premiership is underway as well. Um they're extra I'm really expecting them to bounce back from their loss last weekend uh in that one. Um and uh, other ones in there It uh, could be a bad start. For Bristol losing to Saracens last weekend. I think they've got a good chance of losing to Wasps this weekend uh, as well. So uh, yeah, a bit of a tough one there for Bristol. Um, but Quinns with Worcester, uh, the I think the champions should be off to a really good start with two big wins in their first two weeks. There, do you want to try and fake some uh, knowledge in this area, Martin?
3: Uh, I was just going to say, look, um, yeah, Bristol. Uh, all I can talk to is, is Bristol, and like they would have been immensely disappointed in going down to Saracens last year, last week. Um, and so, you know, and, and then as I say, coming up against Wasp this week, um, no easy j- job there away as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, obviously i I, I like following a bit of the Bristol and what's happening there because there's quite a few blues players in that squad. So, um, <laughs> not, not looking too good for them this weekend.
0: Yeah. And just after their, their coach just signed a five-year contract,
3: um,
0: <laughs> as well, um, onto the, um, the, the rugby championship. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, two, I've, I've gone with the obvious choices here New Zealand by a couple of scores over, over the box Pushing the boat um, out there mate Pushing the boat out, yeah, re- really being risky there Taking a hot take uh, And then Australia, um, I expect them to go up, over, get up over Argentina uh, Look, Argentina really have been targeting this game Bell has really been, to- really been talking up in, in in our chat As to how Argent- the Pumas are the banana skin for Australia um, But uh, look, Australia are on a roll now uh, And I think they should win win that game there as well uh, I'll see post-match reaction straight after of that game at midnight tomorrow as well from us. I'll probably be on my own for that one. I can't imagine anyone else setting up to midnight to, to do post-match reaction on that one.
3: Um, <laughs> the um, Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like, yeah, look, the um, very 2013 um, New Zealand-South Africa. Um, South Africa has to beat the beat New Zealand, get a bonus point, deny New Zealand a bonus point, and win two games with them by a margin of 90. I think
0: that, that that's probably off the table, and just uh, putting up, just actually just beating the All Blacks, I think is all they're looking for. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think the, the Rugby Championship is is, is, is gone <coughs> from that point of view.
3: Uh, just um, look on that game, you know, obviously the, the All Blacks are highly favoured to win it, but what it's going to come down to is that South Africa are going to come out. They, they always do it in every uh, Springboks All Blacks game, the South Africans always come out really hard and fast. Um, it always comes down to can they maintain that for eighty minutes? Because if they only go for thirty minutes, we know what the result's gonna be. But if they can go for eighty minutes, they got they got their chance. Uh look it's it's we've always said amongst all these top teams is the fact is that if the the favored team doesn't turn up on the day, doesn't play their best rugby, the other team can tip them over, and this game's no different. You've got the All Blacks that are highly favoured, but if they don't turn up and South Africa does and plays brilliantly for 80, minute, 80 minutes, there's a chance that they can tip the All Blacks over. But they're going to have to do it for 80 minutes, and nothing less than 80 minutes will do because otherwise the All Blacks will come home with a wet sail and um, go over the top of them. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, you're probably right on that one. Um, <clears throat> and then finally, the top fourteen. On the whole folks uh the top 14 is very easy to do picks pick the home team um because a lot of times um, uh a lot of teams do uh, uh basically rest players for away games they've got so many games in that league that they have to uh, the only one i've picked anyway the way one i've gone with here is caster cast against uh Stade francais because Stad have lost all their games already this season they look to be a bit of to mess um already uh yeah four we're already four rounds into this tournament um when you think that the um URC is just kicking off, uh, and it's still the middle of winter for us. But there we go. So, um, yep. Uh, so basically the, what uh, you're
3: saying is Stade Francais hasn't bought enough Kiwis this year.
0: I don't know who they've actually bought this year, but, yeah, they oh, they've, they've have just, <laughs> they're just, a, they're just a, a, a bit of a, a, a mess. And they, they, they're, they're flirting, they've been flirting with relegation over the last couple of years as well. So, yeah, would say it's a side that's um, – whereas Cast, uh yeah, really solid mid-table kind of team. Um, not setting the world light like your, your Rassings or your Toulouse or um, those ones I think the, the surprise is probably Perpignan who have been promoted um, I've gone with them over Toulon, Toulon really are one of the uh, most atypical French teams in the fact, they never, in fact they, they never lose at home and extremely rarely win away um, so that's why I've gone with, uh, gone with Perpignan in that one by just three uh, but um, yeah, Toulon one of those kind of teams Um the uh, and, and finally, we just point out actually that yes, the uh Edmonton in Canada has got uh the HSBC World Series sevens going on this weekend, uh, minus Australia, New Zealand, and Fiji. Um, so uh, ridiculous. Well, those three teams were uh invited to turn up, they decided not to. Oh, no, no, no,
3: it's, so, it's not, yeah. not not, yeah, no, it's it yeah. I mean, like, as I as I um put in our in, in our chat groups, it's like. Well, I think it was on Twitter, wasn't I, put it? Um, it Twitter, Twitter is the fact is that you're sending the All Blacks to America and Europe, but you can't send the Sevens to Canada? That's a real head-scratcher. real head-scratcher for me. doesn't make any sense at all.
0: So, um, and then, well, I understand why Fiji haven't gone. They went on a one-week uh, training camp, and it turned into three months um, isolation from their families. Um, so they're like... I think their players are like bugger that. We're not, sir. we're not, we're not, we're, we're, we're not leaving the country again in case we never get back in or we never see our families again. So I understand why Fiji have decided not have decided to pull out.
3: Families uh, overrated.
0: Families. <laughs> <overrated. laughs> <laughs> so someone is been locked up. a
3: keeper's chicken.
0: <laughs> so what, So what? What is electric chicken? I'm sorry. I
3: don't know. I can understand Steve's fish and chips.
0: Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, look the big the big big thing in New Zealand at the moment is takeaways for, for boys and girls um because you know what Australia, uh, Austra- um, Auckland um, has just been put down to the been at level 3 for a couple of days which basically the difference between level 4 and level 3 is you run out takeaways that's otherwise you um
3: not if you go on the good. Auckland roads
0: well okay and, <laughs> and essential workers go to work yeah, yeah. essential workers work, go to work work from home Anyway, actually,
3: um, actually, to to be just to clear that up, so we don't see spread spreading misinformation. Actually, yeah. at level three, the technical rule is that you are to you you to work from home if you can. If you can't yes. work from home, you can go to your place of work. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we better not spread misinformation. But
0: the thing <laughs> is, you're allowed takeaways anyway. So takeaways are been yeah, the topic yeah, conversation yeah. on all radio shows all week. Um, the um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so Stephen, oh, yeah, Stephen's gone for fish and chips now, uh, and uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron's got so who's has gone for electric chicken. So yeah, good luck with that one, mate. Don't kill yourself by giving yourself. Yeah,
3: um, and 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 I've come on the show, so my spag balls has got cold downstairs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we I, look. I have I have been warned, um, and uh, yeah, Con's coming in from the long run up here after a number of beers, <laughs> listening to um, a couple of All Blacks um, on a Zoom call. So. Uh, uh, what, what what are they uh I don't know um Brian Habana okay tell us what because uh, obviously Springbok there. What has Brian Habana said about this weekend?
4: Oh he's uh he's picking the that they're, they're actually still on. Um they are going very late, but uh um oh, okay they uh they Brian's picking picking the Springboks to win, as you'd expect. Um and uh and Dan's picking Dan, Dan's kind of siding with his mate. He's saying that the New Zealand's, uh, o- the New Zealand public and and the um, the news are overplaying the uh, the New Zealand position, and that uh, the Springboks are very well in for a shot. But uh, I think secretly he's actually picking the All to win, which is the right call. It's the right call. But it's <laughs> been really good. It's been for those um, that you were just wondering who longer. casually who Dan is. That'll be Dan Carter. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. My mate Dan Carter.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, DC DC. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it's been. Um, it was really interesting. Look, this was a um, this was an IT thing. Uh, Dan, um, Carter, and, and Brian Urbana are doing a, a a Fortinet. So Fortinet, as you've seen, is the uh, sponsor, the main sponsor of rugby championship for New Zealand. And so they they they're an IT company, and I, I work for an IT company. And so got invited to this thing, which is just a spectator, but really cool. Um, cool, uh, you know, set of questions there. So so Dan. Thought it was Dan picked 30, 30, 18 to the All Blacks, and uh, Brian picked 22, 18 to the Springboks. So there you go. Interesting.
0: There we go. Um. So, LB, yeah, Habana, the, uh, um, the legend. Oh, he absolutely yeah. is. But boxed by 20. Wow. You, you, you're going he's, even he's, bigger than Havana.
3: No, well, he's gone uh, LB's got inflation going because he had a <laughs> lo- smaller margin earlier in the show. Well, he's
4: okay, he's increased his
3: margin's <laughs> gone up. As we
0: get closer, no, no, he said, No, you went box by 20. Go, go, got to back. Oh, sorry, my bad.
3: My sorry, sorry, LB. I thought you had a a, thank you. I thought you had 12 of (laughs) them. Oh, dear.
0: So, Con, uh, just, um, I obviously you, you, you said yesterday you wanted to come on and get predictions. Um, I've just realized I've just taken my predictions down. I saw them. Um, you saw them. NZ by ten, so, was
4: it, or was it NZ by five, or NZ by ten? So NZ, yeah. NZ by ten, Australia yeah, by go. five. So there you go. Yeah. Look, uh, as, uh, as a loyal, it. as a as a loyal um, NZ Sport Radio radio listener, I was uh, I was keeping an eye on it while I was watching uh, Brian Habana and and um, and Dan Carter, and I saw your predictions there. Um, so, uh, but that's pretty good. That's uh, I think. That, so is that your prediction, Paul? Is it is it yours also, Ashman?
0: That's my personal prediction. Yes, because yes, I, I am the I voice and face of New Zealand Sport Radio. No, they're all my luckies. Yeah, everyone I'm has just to get
3: mine,
4: it's, it's Sport Radio's
0: prediction.
3: Not scared to give a prediction because if I, it, it, because I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, honestly, what I'm thinking is by 20. Wow. Oh. <sighs>
4: You've been because uh, I, in I, the, I, um...
3: I look because of you know, since since reintroduction. If you go back to, I think it was 91 or 92, when we first started playing um, the Springboks again and we had that first game over there. If you go back to them, Springboks generally come fast out of the gate. They're always amped up. Um, I, I think I, I've forgotten the term. There's this term that they use, this, this state of fervor that they get into before a game. They come out. They come out hard. And if the All Blacks can absorb that, the Berserkers, <laughs> if they can absorb that, and and then basically the Springboks start to taper off. It it's going to be a, it, it could get it could get messy. I won't say ugly. Like 2019 I don't think. Uh, twenty
4: nineteen. in the twenty nineteen World Cup in entry, they came out and and were really taking it to us for the first twenty, and then. Uh, yep. It got turned around pretty
3: quick. It got turned around, and you never, even if you, that game, we actually, I think we only lost, well, sorry, lost. We only won by about three, we won by three points? Uh, Ten points against. Ten uh, points, against yeah, the, but it never it never felt like, never felt like we were going to lose it, did it? I mean, like, um, we just kept them pinned down in the 22, um, and basically that was it, it was a World Cup. All they did, the Springboks were never going to run it out from the 22 and score a length of the field try. Yeah.
4: Well, particularly to develop, to we're gonna, we were going to lose it after we scored two tries in about three minutes. That, that certainly <laughs> helped. Um, but I, I did think I remember that at, in that game, the first 20 minutes were, were pretty tense. Like they were, hmm. they were very aggressive. Their, their D was really good and they were all over us. But, um, but yeah. and And Paul, you think it's going to be a bit closer?
0: Oh, uh, I'm I, I'm notoriously conservative on my uh, on my picks, and very I, I, I went um, uh, the uh, Canterbury comfortable over Southland by seven. Uh, so and that was <laughs> yeah. I, well, I should have probably gone by about fourteen <laughs> to be honest. Um, so yeah, I I, I am. Um, uh, I, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm notoriously uh, conservative with things. So I yeah, but yeah, it, I, I think a couple of scores um, will be uh, and held at arm's length. LB says it's okay. We peak when it counts. Well. We will see, LB. Um, <laughs> it's, it's good. To, it's good to have look. At the end of the day, it's good to be supporting your, your boys, and I think that's great to see. uh to, to back them and, and not to be uh, getting on their case uh, when when they're in a having a, a, a in a little a little bit of a poor run. Let's be honest over the last couple of games. So um, great to see you backing the boys, uh, and we uh, we like to see that kind of thing and, and that positivity here on. Hey, look, if uh, New if support, we do,
3: kind if we if we get, if we do get tipped up on um, Saturday night. How do you feel about that? Uh, not good,
4: Ashwin. Not good. Now let's, yeah. let me explain. I, I, look, I think um, I think uh, I, I think I might have said this before, and I shouldn't. You shouldn't go on Twitter. Just for any listeners, just don't go on Twitter. It's not a good place. It's bad. But, um, <laughs> but so I I would have. Like, when, when New Zealand lost the 2019 World Cup in the semi final, I actually said to my brother, we'd, we'd, we'd been out having beers, and I said, look, this is good for us. Because, you, you know, adversity, a, a climb is actually a good thing. I said, look, we'll, tomorrow we'll actually think, oh, shit, you know, this is going to make the next four years actually really interesting. Because, to be fair, it can get a little bit dull when you're on top. I'm sure LB's not going to uh, love hearing that, but that's just how it is. <laughs> now... And then, and then this what, what happened is exactly what I'd said. This year, the, earlier this year, Springboks beat the beat the Lions, and it kind of seemed like shit. You know, the All Blacks aren't, you know, the rule in the roost anymore. Um, and I was still thinking Springboks were going to come in, now. the Australian teams, uh, we were going to beat the Argentinian teams, and then I still thought as a one-eyed, overconfident New Zealand porter that New Zealand was going to do the deed. What's happened is everyone's kind of with, with the losses. Everyone is a little bit um, overconfident with the All Blacks. But the, the reason why I don't want to lose. I, sure, surely you can't you
0: can't read that into Laurie's comments from 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 no, about a week ago.
4: That's right. Oh no, Laurie. I think there was another the NZ a couple more stuff in NZ articles. What was it? Who who said that the Springboks were un? Um, what was it? Uh, uh, under this, oh. under that, under that—I can't remember what it was—but it was quite Click, an interesting article.
0: Clickbait, so um,
4: it yeah. was clickbait, yeah, yeah. But 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 I tell you what—if if you spend any time on social—and this is me—I shouldn't be on there—but if you spend much time on social media, the the the—and um, I can't help it—it's a—it's a drug. It's a drug. It's but, a drug. Um, it's a drug and uh, you get the the supporters of South Africa are pretty tough to tolerate. No offense, LB or John, um, but uh, the 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 relentless. Um, I guess uh, gloating will take a toll. You still see. I'm not sure if you ever see it, in, um, I'm not sure if you guys have a look at South Africa rugby mag. It's a pretty good sporting publication. Um, well, what, what I mean by that is it's got a lot of content which we don't have down here, except for yeah. NZ Sport Radio, of course. Um, but uh, they um, uh, their supporters just anytime an English supporter comes on, they just write 32-12 or whatever the scoreline of the final of the World <laughs> Cup was. You know, just that's all they say, 32-12. 30 to 12. And so I'm not looking forward to twenty-seven twenty-five next week, Twenty-seven twenty-five, if, if the Springboks win. Um, but, look, you're right. I think uh, I would be fine if the All Blacks – will be quite happy if the All Blacks win this one. Uh, lose the next one. I don't really want the All Blacks to drop two. Um, <laughs> there's no. I don't know what you're talking about, LB. All Black supporters are nothing but so, respect for one hundred. So for those of, for those of you on,
0: on who are listening to podcasts, uh, LB, so I guess you haven't tried to tolerate All Black supporters. Look at the end of the day, and he says they're almost as bad as UK ones. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate.
3: Um, the we have to tolerate Paul. It's so hard. <laughs> At the end of the day, every
0: single group of supporters have got their idiots in there, uh, and yeah, they are the loudest true, people right? on 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 um, on social media. At the end of the day, the vast majority of of, of rugby fans are respectful and and, and 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 good to have a chat with. Unfortunately, the loud prats on on uh, social media, the ones that get all the reactions, are the the idiots, and yeah, I so say we've all got them.
3: Because the ones that yeah. want to have an amicable chat and you know a bit of banter and a bit of ribbing, but nothing over the top. Once they start to get the crap start, like what Con's referring to, you just leave. And so all you're left yeah, yeah. with in those environments is dumbasses. I think it's the
4: uh, look. I don't want to make a final point over. I, I actually think um, when we lose against Australia, I'm actually kind of you know happy for them. In a, in a way, like last year, you know, it's actually kind of pleased for them. And even Argentina. Good no on you, Australia. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, you know, because you know. Boston.
0: You, know, um, <laughs> you, know
4: how, you know how it's more of it's a representation of actually how good they are. Um, but, uh, and same with Argentina. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I, I, I must admit I've been, and, and this is going to sound ridiculous, I, I, I kind of got um, slightly... Agitated beyond what I normally would by the by the media in some countries um, during the Lions tour that I started to because because I would have always said I will never support uh, the British and Irish Lions not not that I have anything against them but I always support the Southern Hemisphere team but I found myself at kickoff of the first uh, game because of some of the media over there, I started going, you know what? I want the Lions to win. And it's probably made me a little bit sensitive to this, but ultimately South African fans are, you know, the ones that I interact with because there's a lot of South Africans in New Zealand, uh, any, any South African listeners over here, they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> um, and uh, and they're all Awesome guys, love rugby, love the All Blacks, you know, and love the rivalry. Um, I think uh, that's the only part, though, Ashwin, to answer your question. The only part is there's a little bit of, um, I usually don't mind uh, losing uh, because I think L- All Blacks losing is actually good for world rugby sometimes. Um, sometimes. But, uh, a... Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, that's the only part that I, I would look forward to, uh, kind of a restoration of us being um, on an even keel yeah so the end the, no, the, end
0: this this week this this game this weekend is the most important game for the all blacks this year
1: right? absolutely
4: Hundred. oh yeah.
0: 100th, the, uh, the, the 100th game against the all blacks um by far this is the most important game losing to the, losing to australia okay wouldn't have been great losing to the losing to the spring in the 100th game yeah that matters
4: it's um that so, see, so to me yeah this, this, year, this
0: is this has been their main target sure they're playing France later sure they've got another they've got the 101st game next week uh, next week against the Springboks but being the 100th game this is
3: the one that matters yeah. let's you not guys... forget the, the game against the US you know but I,
4: I missed the earlier are you guys um are you guys pumped for this game or is it just
3: me Oh no no no! I mean, like, um, I'm slowly. I have to be with all the COVID thing, and then obviously it's a little bit different, I suppose, for different areas of New Zealand as well. Is just like everything to me personally is just everything's just gone a bit weird, and I haven't had the enjoyment out of watching rugby that I have, like in the last sort of twelve months sort of thing. Let's say it, it really has. It's like a. I got season tickets to Eden Park and I'd still trudge along to Eden Park to watch and the Blues were doing well and we won a tournament even. And it's just like, but still that wasn't, but it's slowly coming back with um, the way that, you know, just some of the how the it, it, the interest around the Wallaby Springboks games and now just coming back into this. So it, it's starting to build again because I really want to get back excited about rugby like I used to be. Mm-hmm. So um, no, nah, and obviously with the lack of sport, you're definitely looking forward to seven o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Well, seven o'clock New Zealand time matters for anybody listening from overseas. And <laughs> for,
0: for, for me, it's, I'm actually got more, I'm more excited about getting back to games. So, and I know I'm lucky, I am one of the hundred um, that's allowed in per game. So, the fact that I got to go to FMG Stadium for Waikato versus Wellington, that I got to go to the Farrah Palmer Cup last weekend, I'm going um, with the Bay of Plenty versus Otago this weekend, I'm more excited about. Um, Bay of Plenty versus Wellington, and Bay of Plenty versus Taranaki, the Farrah Palmer Cup and the Taranaki and the, um, uh, the 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 NPC games. Than I am about the All Blacks game because I'm going to be there at the game, and okay. it's yeah, I'm lucky. I know that a lot of people, most people can't. So that that to me is why I'm works. So us talking about it gets me hyped for the for the All Blacks Box game, but that's
3: but but I'm but I'm much more interested actually actually in the games I can get to
0: because Absolutely. we were denied them. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I just I really want to see some of our you know just like watching a will Jordan do something miraculous. I really want to see something like that, you know, and like what we've seen him from super Rugby and that like yeah. Rico busting the line in the last couple of weeks, you know, a continuation of that that's that's the sort of things that I'm looking forward to. I'm a bit disappointed that Ethan Blackadder is not um that Jacobson starting. I would have had them the other way around, starting with Blackadder and Jacobson on the bench. I just thought the way that Blackadder played, and if they're gonna, if they're happy to put Artie Sa- on the side with Dalton injured, it's just like why wouldn't you do the mix with um, Blackadder, um, Akira, and um, Artie? It would have been the go. But um, yeah, but in uh, saying that, you'll still see uh, see him coming off the bench, and yeah, so yeah, there's just you know if, if Akira can what he did in those games against Australia, you want to see him progress and do that against uh, a very strong defensive side like Australia, um, Springboks or something that's going to be in, especially early doors, going to be like that. So there's a lot of things to look forward to in the game for sure.
0: And Con, you, you t- take take this one uh, as a as, 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 a, as a, something you'll never hear again from Arshwit, being an Ardent Auckland and Blues supporter talking about wanting to see a Canterbury and Crusaders uh, player. That's, 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 wow. No, Paul,
3: take it no, no, Paul and, and it's unfortunate Steve's not here. As an Aucklander, I mean, you you we, we never we never do that when you're playing players in the all-black teams. If it's the, if you've got players in the All Blacks, if it's a 50-50 True. call, obviously you're going to back you're going to back a, an Auckland player. But you know when you see somebody that performs and brings excitement to the to it, you know, look, okay, we we bagged George Bridge, and I still bag George Bridge. I don't know what he's doing there. I'd have CV <laughs> Reese, another Crusaders player, there anyway. But anyway, yeah, I'm a fan uh, of Stevie, you
4: know? to be fair. Yeah,
3: I would rather have CV Reese there than George Bridge. I and I don't see, I understand it's the the bomb squad, but I've seen CV Reese under a high ball seems okay to me. He is pretty good the, at um, rugby.
4: Great.
0: So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so folks, look, we've uh, let, let's wrap this up. We normally try and keep these to half an hour, and obviously we've been, we've been having fun. Folks, oh, enjoy.
4: Mate.
3: My ball's frozen.
0: And his bagball's yeah, <laughs> no, <his spank> <laughs> gone, gone cold. He he's put it in the microwave um, to, uh, to to get it warm again. Um, but um, <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, everyone who's joined us in the live chat. Look, enjoy your rugby this weekend. There'll be no lockdown beers and rugby chat on Saturday and Sunday because I'll be at rugby games. And driving around but we'll be back Monday at 5 pm. So, uh, to help you wind down after your day, uh, working from nine till five, um, and to try and get those of you working at home off the uh, off you can com- oh, Well, no, kids stay on your computers, but get off the work bit and get on to the uh, the, the social bit and join us for that. Um, thank you, Con. Thank you, Ashwin Uh, have a great weekend.
4: Thanks, guys.